What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I got the authority, the Devi authority. This pot is just more to me. The Devi Authority going way up Taking my opponents down and going way up Waiting is waiting you down It's a bevy of Devi You can bet I stay ready I ain't petty, I'm betting All up on me to defend these All, all these titles and shits From from concrete to two lit Number one C, this is it Pedal to metal, it's lit I swear I, I, I got the authority What's up guys and welcome into the Debbie Authority, coming to you through the airwaves of the media empire that is the Fantasy Authority. I'm Christian Welch, Evil Empire FF on Twitter, and I'm your host for this adventure. Today I'll be hitting on all the notable games from week three and nearly every relevant Debbie player that you can think of. Before we dive in, I need to ask a favor. If you like the podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and review. It helps us get through the algorithm so the show can reach more people. All of us at TFA would really appreciate it. Let's dive into week three and start off with the two exciting Friday night games. So Louisville defeats UCF uh, 42-35, to and that was an upset. UCF was favored by about a touchdown, and Louisville pulls off the win uh, by about a touchdown in their favor. Uh, that was mostly behind their quarterback, Malik Cunningham, who put up 364 total yards and three touchdowns. And then also their tr- uh, true freshman running back, Trevion Cooley, flashed the first big play of his career with a 45-yard receiving touchdown. Uh, that one personally has me excited. I'm a big Cooley guy. Uh, The bad in this game is UCF's injuries. So Dylan Gabriel, uh, the quarterback at UCF, looks like he's lost for the season with a fractured clavicle. Uh, Running back Isaiah Bowser, who's absolutely been killing it this year, leaves the game with a knee injury, does not return. Um, The status on that injury, I'm not sure of, but nonetheless, not a good day for UCF, losing their two best players and the game. Uh, The other game on Friday night, Maryland defeats Illinois 20-17. to Uh, Talia Tagovailoa continues to perform well this season. He went 32 of 43 for 350 yards, a touchdown and no picks, also ran for 25 yards. Uh, The two receivers, Rakeem Jarrett, had four catches for 70 yards, and then Dante Demas Jr. had eight catches for 77 yards. So Maryland continuing to look good. So moving over to all the Saturday games, we'll go through the top 25 and then just a handful of games that are outside the top 25. So starting with number 25, Michigan. They just absolutely throttled Northern Illinois, 63-10. to 10. Blake Corum had 13 carries for 125 yards and three rushing touchdowns, just continuing to dominate this year. Uh, true freshman Donovan Edwards had eight carries for 86 yards and two rushing touchdowns, looking good behind him. And then the other running back, Hassan Haskins, even had two rushing touchdowns himself. So just a absolute beat down in Northern Illinois. Um, number 24, Miami loses to Michigan State 38 to 17. So a blowout win um, in the favor of Michigan State against ranked Miami. The good in this game is Michigan State's running back, Kenneth Walker the third, 27 carries, 172 rush yards, three receptions, 17 uh, receiving yards, and a touchdown through the air. Monster game for, for Walker. Uh, Charleston Rambo for Miami did have 12 catches for 156 yards and two receiving touchdowns in that um, losing effort. But De'Eric King, just a sloppy day for Miami with three turnovers. So number 23, BYU, huge win against number 19, Arizona State. They, they beat them 27-17. to 17. So the good in this game, Arizona State's running backs. Uh, Rashad White, 15 carries, 71 yards and a rushing touchdown, nine receptions for 65 yards receiving. 
Daniel Nada had eight carries for 82 yards and a rushing touchdown. So that backfield continuing to look good, even with uh, Diamante Trainum not playing. Uh, the bad in this game, uh, Jaden Daniels, no touchdowns, turned the ball over twice through the air with two interceptions. So sloppy play from Daniels, loses Arizona State the game. And then also in this game, Tyler Algier, BYU's running back, who we like a lot. He had 21 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown in this game. So big win for BYU early on. So the big whiteout game up in uh, Pennsylvania. So number 10, Penn State defeats number 22, Auburn, 28 to 20. So a big SEC win at home for Penn State. Uh, Jahan Dotson continues to dominate this season. 10 receptions, 78 yards, and a touchdown through the air. Auburn's running back, Tank Bigsby, 23 carries, 102 yards, two touchdowns, continuing to do his thing. <clears throat> Brenton Strange for Penn State with a big game. Four receptions, 71 yards, and a touchdown through the air for him. Um, the other notables that we'll want to know from this game, uh, Noah Kane had 19 attempts for 45 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. Parker Washington, eight catches, 49 yards. Um, Bo Nix, uh, 21 of 37, 185 yards through the air. Theo Johnson had one big catch for 37 yards. And then uh, Jarquez Hunter, the backup running back for Auburn that blew up last week, had nine rushes for 63 yards on the ground. So number 21, North Carolina. This is going to be one of the biggest performances that we talk about on this pod today. So 21, North Carolina defeats Virginia 59 to 39. Those 59 points were almost completely on the back of quarterback Sam Howell. So Sam Howell had the rough start to the year. But, man, did he rebound here. Listen to these numbers for Sam Howell. 14 of 21, 307 yards passing, five touchdowns, one interception, 15 rushes for 112 rushing yards as well. Nuts. Most of that through the air went through went to Josh Downs. Eight receptions, 203 yards, and two touchdowns through the air. Ty Chandler, the running back, 20 carries, 198 yards rushing, and two touchdowns. Freshman running back Caleb Hood, nine carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown. Kafre Brown, one catch, 75 yards, and a rece uh, receiving touchdown. Just a huge play. And then on the other side, the, the losing side for Virginia, Brennan, Brennan Armstrong had a really strong day, 39 of 54, 554 yards, four touchdowns, and an interception. So just tons of points. Us fantasy football nerds absolutely love games like this, but my gosh, Sam Howell, Stock back up after this game and showing us some serious rushing ability with that 112 on the ground. Number 20, Arkansas, 45, Georgia Southern, 10. So, you know, Arkansas gets a win that they should get. From this game, one of my favorite prospects in next year's class, wide receiver Traylon Burks, had a 91-yarder that was a screen catch he caught. And at 230 pounds, this guy outruns everyone on the field, housing a 91-yard touchdown. It was absolutely beautiful. Uh, he had three catches for 127 yards and a touchdown in this game. But if you want to see a 230-pound man get up and going, make sure you check out that highlight of Traylon Burks' 91-yarder this week. So number 17, Ole Miss, beats Tulane 61-21, to a big 40-point win. And yet again, the, the Matt Corral-Heisman campaign is continuing. So Matt Corral, 23 of 31, 335 yards passing, three touchdowns, no interceptions. 13 rushes for 68 yards and four rushing touchdowns on the ground. So seven touchdowns Matt Corral accounts for in this win. Jerry and Ely with a big game on the ground, 15 carries, 105 rush yards. Through the air, all, all three of Ole Miss's wide receivers had a strong game. So Jonathan Mingo, six catches, 136 yards and a touchdown. 
Uh, Braylon Sanders, four catches, 74 yards and a touchdown. And then Drummond with five for 55 and a touchdown. So moving on to uh, number 16, Coastal Carolina. They defeated Buffalo 28-25 to in a nail-biter. So the good in this game, quarterback Grayson McCall continues to be a great quarterback. Uh, 13 of 19, 232 yards, three touchdowns and one pick. Uh, his receiver, Javion Haley, four receptions, 91 yards and a touchdown, continues to dominate on his end of things. And then notably in this game, their running back also had a dominant performance, Shermari Jones, 16 rushes for 149 yards and a touchdown. So maybe Jones is a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, he's got a good 220-pound size on him as well. So I'm going to check him out a little deeper. Um, also in this game, Kevin Marks Jr. for Buffalo had 20 carries for 64 yards and a rushing touchdown. So West Virginia beats number 15, Virginia Tech, 27-21. to 21. Uh, Letty Brown leads the way for West Virginia with 19 carries for 161 yards and a rushing touchdown, and he also had 35 receiving yards as well. Number 14, Iowa State beats UNLV 48-3. to uh, Brees Hall ran for 100 yards on 21 carries with two rushing touchdowns. Charlie Kohler had four catches for 69 yards and one receiving touchdown. And then Xavier Hutchinson had 10 catches for 133 yards and two touchdowns. Just monster game for him. Fresno State 40, UCLA 37. So that's number 13 UCLA. So Jake Hayner, the quarterback for Fresno State, continues his dominant start to the season. And here he puts up a win against the number 13 team in the country. So Hayner is a quarterback that everyone should be checking out if they haven't. This guy's just been putting up huge numbers this year and is just an incredible leader, incredible gamer. And look at the numbers this, this week. 39 of 53, 455 yards passing, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, that was going against Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who had a great game on the other side for UCLA. He was 14 of 24 for 278 yards, three touchdowns and no picks, and also ran the ball 13 times for 67 yards. Uh, the UCLA running game, which has been pretty dominant this year, was kind of halted by Fresno State. Uh, Zach Charbonnet was held to just 19 yards on just six carries, but did have two of those carries go into the end zone for touchdowns. So six carries, 19 yards, and two rushing touchdowns for Charbonnet in this game. But Jake Hayner should be the story there. He's absolutely killing it this year. Number 12, Notre Dame defeats Purdue 27-13. to Kyron Williams, 12 carries, 91 yards, and a rushing touchdown. Also had two catches for 47 yards and a receiving touchdown. So great game for Williams. Uh, David Bell in this game was looking great. Seven catches, 64 yards, and then leaves the game with an injury. So we'll check out David Bell's injury, see how serious it is, but not good news nonetheless. Crazy thing in this game is Michael Mayer, been dominant to start this year for Notre Dame, was held to just one catch for five yards. So interesting there, but Kyron Williams was the star for Notre Dame in their win. So here's the big game of the week. Number one, Alabama defeats number 11, Florida, 31 to 29. So this game started out looking like it was going to be a landslide in Alabama's way like we usually see. But Florida fought back and this thing was close in the fourth quarter. Uh, the, the fight back for Florida was was not due to Alabama quarterback Bryce Young turning the ball over. He had another perfect game, 22 of 35, 230 yards, three touchdowns and no picks for the sophomore quarterback for Alabama. Brian Robinson, Alabama's running back, had 15 carries for 78 yards and a rushing touchdown. Florida's running back, Malik Davis, with a strong game on the other end, 10 carries for 86 yards and a touchdown. And then a lot of notable names we'll want to hear about in this game, so I'll just run through the stat line for, for a lot of the Debbie guys we like. So Jason McClellan had nine rushes for just 17 yards, but had a good game through the air, four catches, 41 yards and a touchdown. Uh, John Mechie had six catches for 49 yards. 
Jamison Williams, four catches for 61 yards. Jaleel Billingsley, one catch, but it was a 26-yard touchdown reception. Uh, Florida's quarterback, Emory Jones, 18 of 28, 195 yards, no touchdowns, just one pick. Ran for 77 yards on the ground on a rushing touchdown. Um, Anthony Richardson didn't play in this game, and Emory Jones really kept Florida in it. So props to Emory Jones. Um, I'm I've been in the in the field of people that have been you know calling for his job, saying that it should be the freshmen's, and you know he he did his best to almost will Florida uh, to a win against the number one team. So maybe he, he holds on to that job for a little longer. Number nine, Ohio State defeats Tulsa forty-one to twenty. Trevion Henderson, the true freshman running back for Ohio State, my gosh, twenty-four carries, two hundred and seventy-seven yards, and three rushing touchdowns. Just an absolutely insane game for the true freshman. Garrett Wilson still did his thing. Six catches, 70 yards, and a touchdown. C.J. Stroud, you know, continues to just be average. 15 of 25, 185 yards, one touchdown, one pick. We just want to see more from him. Uh, Master Teague had 14 for 62 on the ground. And then uh, Jackson Smith-Jigba, two catches for 33 yards. Number eight, Cincinnati defeats Indiana 38 to 24. So Indiana was out to an early lead in this game, and it was you know a pretty exciting game to watch, honestly. Uh, Indiana's tight end, uh, Peyton Hendershot, had a strong game, six catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. And then the studs for Cincinnati, Jerome Ford, had 20 carries for 66 yards and two touchdowns. Desmond Ritter, the quarterback, was 20 of 36 for 210 yards, a touchdown, an interception, and then 45 yards and a rushing touchdown on the ground. Number seven, Texas A&M shuts out New Mexico 34 to nothing. Isaiah Spiller puts up 117 and a rushing touchdown on the ground on 15 carries. And then here we go. DeMond DeMoss, the former number one receiver, has a college uh, appearance and and has a a positive play. Just a massive 70-yard touchdown catch from DeMond DeMoss. He, He finishes the day with two catches for 100 yards and a receiving touchdown. But maybe we'll see him involved going forward for A&M. You know, I know seeing him catch that big touchdown was exciting for a lot of people that, that had high hopes for him, but maybe we'll see him more involved going forward. Also in this game, Devin Achain had nine rushes for 29 yards and a 45, um, 45 yards through the air and a receiving touchdown as well on three catches. So moving on to a very unexciting game. Number six, Clemson, continues to disappoint us to start this season. They were in a nail-biter to the very, very end with Georgia Tech, and they come away with a 14-8 to win. And Georgia Tech was very close to tying this up at the end as well. Really, the only good in this game is true freshman running back Will Shipley, 21 carries, 88 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. Justin Ross had seven catches for 61 yards, so a strong game from him. Uh, Jameer Gibbs on the other side just only had 47 total yards, but – you know, Georgia Tech's offense is going to continue to struggle. But the bad in this game, DJ Uyangalele continues to, to just not do anything that impresses us. You know, he was 18 of 25, but just for 126 yards, just not moving the, the needle for Clemson. This is a guy that we crowned way too soon and, and quite frankly looks like he's in a, not in the same league as Bryce Young at this point in their careers. Number five, Iowa uh, defeats Kent State 30 to 7. Uh, Tyler Goodson, Iowa's running back, 22 carries, 153 yards, and three rushing touchdowns. Iowa's tight end, Sam Laporta, strong game, seven catches for 65 yards and a touchdown. Number four, Oregon defeats Stony Brook, 48-7. C.J. Verdell coming off that huge game against Ohio State, only had 11 carries for 54 yards rushing, but did uh, have four catches for 34 yards and a receiving touchdown. Uh, Dante Thornton had two catches for 60 yards and a touchdown, and then Troy Franklin just had two catches for 23 yards. 
So number three, Oklahoma uh, was on upset alert against Nebraska. They hold on to win 23 to 16. Uh, the bad in this game was for Nebraska. So their true freshman running back, Gabe Irvin, uh, leaves with a non-contact leg injury. And usually the, the injuries that are non-contact usually end up being pretty bad. So prayers up for Gabe Irvin. What we'll see what the diagnosis is there. Spencer Rattler in this game, 24 of 34, 214 yards, one touchdown, no picks, 35 yards on the ground with a rushing TD. Eric Gray, 15 carries for 84 yards rushing. Uh, Kennedy Brooks, 14 for 75 with a rushing touchdown. And then the receivers, Jaden Hazelwood had six for 61. Marvin Mims, two for 32. And Mario Williams, three for 29. Number two, Georgia uh, beats down South Carolina, 40 to 13. Quarterback JT Daniels, good game through the air, 23 of 31, 303 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Um, Adonai Mitchell, four receptions, 77 yards and a touchdown. Jermaine Burton, three catches, 70 yards and a receiving touchdown. Uh, the bad in this game, man, South Carolina's running backs. These guys are not being productive, and South Carolina's using way too many of them. So we all had high hopes for Kevin Harris and Marshawn Lloyd, and, and South Carolina averaged 2.4 yards per carry as a team in this game. So these running backs are doing nothing, and, and it's really sad to see. Uh, the, the Georgia running backs, Kendall Milton had 10 rushes for 66 yards. Zamir White had eight carries for 51 yards and a rushing touchdown. And then James Cook had four for 51 and a rushing touchdown. And we know he's always involved through the year with four catches for 20 yards and a receiving touchdown as well. Freshman uh, tight end Brock Bowers continues uh, his good run with five catches for 53 yards. Doesn't get in the end zone this week, but man, five catches for a tight end. And it's the worst game he's had so far this year. So Brock Bauer's stock continues to be up. So let's look at a handful of unranked games that, that were, were either really good games or had some you know big-time Devi prospects in them that we'll want to touch on. So Minnesota was an underdog against Colorado and beats them 30 to nothing. Trayson Potts rushes for 121 yards and three touchdowns on 26 carries. Chris Ottman-Bell has four catches for 79 yards. And then the disappointment in that game, Colorado's running back, Jarek Broussard, who I actually had going in a campus to Canton League, Five rushes, eight yards. So just an absolute letdown for Colorado and Jarek Broussard. So Kentucky was on upset alert all day to my hometown team, the UTC Mocs, so the Chattanooga. So Kentucky beats Chattanooga 28-23, to barely holding on. Wandale Robinson continues to look awesome at wide receiver for Kentucky with eight receptions for 111 yards. Chris Rodriguez, though, coming off that massive game last week, only 46 rushing yards on 13 carries. Will Levis, kind of a rough day, throws two interceptions while throwing for 254 yards and two touchdowns. But two turnovers against a team like Chattanooga, nail-biter into the fourth quarter, not a good look for Kentucky, even though they've had a great 3-0 start to their season. Western Michigan beats Pittsburgh 44-41. to Jordan Addison uh, does his thing, six catches, 124 yards, and three receiving touchdowns. But this game is about the quarterbacks. These are two really good college quarterbacks here. Kenny Pickett for Pittsburgh was 23 of 31 for 382 yards, six touchdowns, one pick, and 54 rushing yards on the ground. So a massive fantasy day for Kenny Pickett. And then Caleb Ellaby for Western Michigan, 23 of 34, 337 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks. So some great quarterback play in a Western Michigan win against Pittsburgh. So here's probably the, the, the story of the week right here. So USC 45, Washington State 14. So Washington State was up 14-0 in this game, and USC's quarterback, Keaton Slovis, gets injured. Okay? 
true freshman quarterback Jackson Dart comes in to replace him and goes 30 of 46 for 391 yards, four touchdowns, two picks, and 32 rush yards, 45 unanswered points for USC. 45 unanswered. Drake London, 13 catches, 170 yards, and two receiving touchdowns. So just a massive air attack by USC in this game once Dart comes in. So did Keaton Slovis lose his job to a freshman, kind of like when he took JT Daniels' job? We'll see. From what I hear, Keaton Slovis' injury is not serious, so he may be available, but I've not seen him look as good as Dart looked in, in a long, long time. And, uh, you know, Dart probably has a higher ceiling as far as just pure athleticism and quarterback talent as, than Slovis. Slovis is a guy that wins with his, you know, good decision making and, and touch and things like that. So I think this is bad news for Slovis because if I'm USC, it's going to be hard for me not to stick with Jackson Dart going forward. The bad in this game, Keontae Ingram. So the running back, you know, former Texas running back who, who we expected to have a resurrection here at USC. Nine touches on the day for just 15 total yards. So just gross for Keontae Ingram. So several other Debbie performances that I just want to highlight by individuals that were, were in games that, you know, quite frankly, didn't matter. Uh, Malik Willis, the quarterback at Liberty, 21 of 28 for 242 yards, four touchdowns and no picks. Nine carries for 77 yards and two rushing touchdowns on the ground. Just a massive day for him. So a couple Texas guys, running back Bijan Robinson, 13 carries, 127 yards, and three rushing touchdowns in that Texas win. True freshman wide receiver for the Longhorns, Xavier Worthy, had seven catches for 88 yards and a receiving touchdown. A couple LSU guys, quarterback Max Johnson, massive day through the air, 26 of 35, 372 yards, five touchdowns, and one pick. Freshman wide receiver Deion Smith showing out, five catches, 135 yards, and two receiving touchdowns. And then Jalen McMillan out at Washington. I feel like we have been waiting on this guy to do something for a long time now, and here he is bursting onto the scene with 10 catches for 175 yards and a receiving touchdown. So that's all I've got for an exciting week three of college football. Please leave a rate and review for the podcast. It helps us grow and reach more people. Follow us on Twitter at FF underscore authority. Follow me on Twitter at Evil Empire FF, and then join our our community on Discord. We'd like to get to know you guys better and be there to answer all of your start sit questions or, or whatever you guys need for your fantasy teams throughout the season. I'll catch you guys next week. I'm betting all up on me to defend these all, all these titles and shits from from concrete to too lit. Number one, see this is it. Pedal to metal is lit. I swear I I, I got the authority, the Debbie authority. This pot is just more to me. The Debbie Authority going way up. Taking my opponents down and going way up. Waiting is waiting you down, yeah. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.